0: Thank you everyone for being here today at um, the Monica Campana uh, series of uh, people helping people. And uh, today we have a very successful woman who has an incredible uh, experience in uh, many different uh, um, areas. Uh, Her name is all the way from New York City. We have Joanne Braybart, and um, she's going to talk to us about a a special program that has been around for a while but um, it's a very interesting program that um, you will find um, useful when um, checking what you eat and how you eat. Joanne, the floor is yours. Thank you for being here.
1: Okay, so um, I'm known for Pilates, because in 1991, I um, I started something called the Institute of the Pilates Method. I moved to Santa Fe from New York for a, what turned out to be a decade, and uh, I started that, and Pilates was a little cult, but I had been doing it in New York when Joe was alive. And so that's what I'm known for, but prior to that, uh, I had already started something that was called Diet Directives with my friend and partner, Meredith Luce. And she, um, I say has more degrees in uh, nutrition than a thermometer, but I mean, she is a dietitian, registered dietitian and a licensed nutritionist and has a master's in science and public health and on and on and on. And we started something called Diet Directives and it was originally published in Self Magazine when it was brand new in 1987. And it was actually written, the article, by Candace Bushnell, who went on to write Sex in the City. So it was five pages, lots of color, and we thought, because we had just started it in 86, that it would be a, a huge success. And in fact, it was a huge failure. And it was the beginning of People really get into what we call nutrient manipulations. This uh, false idea that you could eat, you know, two from column A and three from column B. But if it's raining in Bermuda on a Thursday, then you only eat column C. In other words, all of these pretends of superfoods and this food, and you could eat your way out of fatness. And this was the exact opposite. This was based on quantity that you should consume frequency, and how do you orchestrate a meal. And of course, this was from um, a different generation, but this is how people ate. And now, of course, it's not the way they eat. And as a result, I guess it was in 1978, I think it was back that far when I started to see this trend towards dieting and manipulating foods and thinking this is good food and this is bad food. I predicted the current obesity epidemic. I mean, I didn't think it would be this bad because the CDC has now said that 50% of the U.S. adult population is obese and another 20% is almost. And the diabetes is beyond control. So after COVID, we're just gonna be now dealing with that. So...
0: So of course, all these diets didn't work. Otherwise, we wouldn't have reached this level, right?
1: Every diet works, that's wrong. People say diets don't work, but every single diet works. No one would create a diet that doesn't work. But what they do is they enlarge your stomach. Now, if you just lived on lettuce, I guess you wouldn't have too many calories um, and it would be okay. But when you enlarge your stomach, you throw off your hormones. People don't understand that. So you have four hormones, leptin, ghrelin, which no one really hears about, and now you hear about cortisol a lot, and insulin of course and so what people have done by trying all these diets and then they give them up is that they've messed up this regulation of these hormones so they're always hungry you know we talk about people they're you know during covid of people who can't get enough food and they're hungry millionaires are hungry it's not that they can't get food the hunger is not physiological it's in their head and so people just eat and eat and eat and the more you eat the you know the more problems it leads to so this is really I, I sometimes call it um, stomach surgery without the surgery I mean you're using 80 bites using yeah, so after- let's
0: talk about this so you came up with this company right yes and uh, when when it's been around yes I mean, you said it's
1: been around for a long time wow. and I just heard of it never heard of it, right it was originally diet directives And then when we got the app, which was about 10 years ago, I think it became 80 bites because in a day, and you could ask everyone listening, everyone in the country maybe, how many bites in a day do you consume? And no, the people would look at you, they wouldn't even know a bite from a chew. I mean, chewing, you should be, whatever number of bites should be times seven or eight. But I actually, in my entire experience, which is 33 years with this, only one woman I asked, and she knew nothing about this, and she told me. And she was from a very upper class family, originally from Cuba, where they had, you know, help and she sat down to meals and no one manipulated anything. And she just knew because she's my age and she knew looking at a plate how many bites were on there, and she didn't eat more than that. So the app is not to use, you know, for the rest of your life, it's to see where are you. So if you can eat at one sitting 30 bites, you know, whether you're eating, you know, um, Fritos and strawberries and drinking a glass of iced tea, or you're having a kale salad, um, it doesn't matter. It's it's quantity. You first have to find out how much quantity you're consuming, and then you adjust, then you yeah. adjust. I mean, now, what
0: about drinking? Because uh, what about the drinks? Do they
1: count as a, it's not a bite, The drink? Yeah. no, they do not count unless it's a smoothie that is substituting for a meal because liquids do not stretch your stomach. I mean, unless you would have just so many that you would, you know, be unable to drink that quantity. Really, we're talking about stomach. We're not talking about calories. Though if you ate a balanced meal and you had everything in balance you probably every bite might be close to 20 calories but the calorie thing is really flawed I mean everybody absorbs calories differently I could eat a meal the same meal someone else could eat the exact same meal the same foods and the same quantity and I might absorb yeah. yeah. 75 absorb- percent so what you're
0: saying is that it's better to count bites than calories
1: it's better to count bites to find out where you are that's not what you continue to do. The program teaches you how to eat less, how, and that of course the most important thing is to chew the food. See well, the other thing people do is that they're they've been uh, released to eat good food, right? So they have this gigantic salad, which is probably 80 bites, you know, would be a day of eating, and they just keep eating it, and eating it. If you're not chewing the food consciously and slowly you're not getting any of the nutrition. And uh, let's start off with the fact that there's not too much nutrition in most of the food today. Anyway, um, and more than that, you're really hurting your stomach, which has to do the job of chewing what your mouth should have been doing. And if you watch people eat, and that's part of the program, and you go through the entire program, you know, there's a the $60 program, which is where you get support and it's online and you go, it takes every three days. You can't do it more than... The, the time it's specified. So if you do uh, step one and three days later, you can do step two, and that goes till step 12. And then there's the ebook, which is half the price, 30 without the actual support. And you can do it as fast as you want. And we did that because people are now getting interested in this because of what else is there left. Um, and I, in a way, it, it'll work in some ways, but for others, I think. Being slower is what we're trying to do. Is slowing down, right? But, now, where do you get where do you get this? Because
0: uh, I'm gonna put also the app. Uh, maybe I can put the link to download the app. Do you think yeah, I can do yeah. that? The app is in
1: is in the Android and the Apple Store. In it's the Apple
0: Store, Amazon. and then the website where they it's, can actually okay. sign so, up for the program. Is, uh, I think I didn't put it, so I will put it after after right. we finish the interview. Right.
1: And also, you can buy the ebook on Amazon. Eighty Bytes: The Dancer's Diet. And the reason it's called the Dancer's Diet, which is interesting, is that one of the most famous dancers who would dance with George Balanchine, she's in her 50s now, Deborah Winger, and at one point she said, she works with us for our dance programs. She said, you know, I think I'm going to try this. So I said, okay, I'll give it to you. She said, no, I want to buy it. I want to do the whole thing. And when she finished it, this was more than a year ago, the program, she said, I don't know. This is just the Dancer's Diet. This is just how we eat. And obviously dancers can't eat huge quantities because they would feel bloated when they were on stage because no matter how good the food is, right? Um, you, you know, Especially carbohydrates, which are things that you're supposed to eat supposedly because they're healthy, which is a word that's put into everything, right? Um, then you would, you would bloat and it wouldn't be what you would need to look good in your costume, right? Or to even move. So it was funny that she said that. But at any rate, it's the exact opposite of every diet at this point. where Every diet is giving you license to eat as much as you want of some limited number of foods, which you may not like. And you may do it. And then eventually, really, people have this mistaken idea that people are eating the wrong food. It's that they're eating too much. Too much. Too much. It's quantity. Intermittent fast, yes. fasting is just... Oh, people are eating all the time. It's the other extreme, and, right? That's it. And you can eat huge quantities, but it doesn't matter. So you have all of these things that have happened, and at this point, it's pretty serious. I mean, it's not when I we started this, or really, I started looking at it in the 70s with Meredith. People wanted to lose an actual five pounds. Today, the average person needs to lose 30 to 60 pounds. I mean, it was an actual vibe.
0: Yeah. Right? And now this year, it, it's been even worse. I mean, I don't know if it's because they closed the gyms or... but people, No, it's not the gyms. It's because
1: people are at home and the refrigerator is right they there. They eat right much right more there, than what they should. And, um, you know, eating... The reason people, when they look sometimes at people who are poor, and they think, oh, if they could only buy organic, they would be wonderful, blah, blah, blah. No, it's not that. Food is the cheapest entertainment, and you know you're poor, you're not going to the ballet, you're not on the golf course, right? You can't do anything other than eat. eat. So that's another well, what I call wellness bitch deduction that's wrong, you know, trying to think, oh, if we only eat healthy. But it's the media phoning in these stories about their latest green smoothie, whatever, and deluding people. But now at this point, they can't be deluded anymore because the facts are it's serious. No, nothing about aesthetics anymore. And yeah, so I mean, all you, this it,
0: wave, yeah. all this wave. I mean, I I believe I don't know. I I believe that uh, it's it's a combination. It's a combination of 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 two. The, the fact that people um you know eat more than what they should.
1: Absolutely,
0: yeah. absolutely. And, and
1: binging, binging is really why people are fat, and they they're not even aware of the binge. I mean, that's one of the scary parts about it. But um, at this point. It's not even that too. And when you say it's complicated, you're right, because there are many medications that people take, antidepressants, for example, and some things for allergies that actually make you gain weight. Mm. So it's very different than it was, you know. And, it,
0: and it, they ruin your health in other, in other, I mean, they have so many side effects besides. Side effects, way.
1: but people you know, will have to take certain drugs sometimes. I mean, obviously anti-rejection drugs, if you've had a transplant, I mean, that's, that's fortunately just a small number will do the same. So it's complex and we're never going to get back to where you know we were. I mean, all you have to do is look at, if you look at pictures of real people when John F. Kennedy died, when he was assassinated. And then you, that was 1963. And then you look at pictures of his brother Teddy's funeral in 2008. It's like looking at two different species. Think about it.
0: Yeah, they're both very American. Sad. It's very sad. And, and um, I don't know, they need to really, um, I don't know, it has to come from also from the government. And, and
1: Well, it's very easy for it to come from the government. All the government has to do is do what they did in Japan in 2008, which was mandatory waistline measurement. I made a joke to someone recently that the reason we left that President Trump took us out of the World Health Organization has to do with the fact that they now say, forget the BMI, it's waistline. So if your waistline is 35 inches, you are obese. That means it's pretty clear. You don't have to do any calculations, right?
0: Yeah.
1: And and so Japan, they have annual waistline measurement. Women, it's 35, that's the max. Men, it's 34, because as they said, they don't get pregnant.
0: Wow. And what do they do if you're above the, the, they give you, You I mean.
1: have to follow a program, your company has to pay a fine, and it's, you're, 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 uh, you know, you are forced to get down. Wow. Because they do not want, you see, the Japanese used to come to um, Florida. They used to love to go to Disney World. And of course, anyone who's been there knows what people look like there. And that scared them, (laughs) scared them. Wow. So they went back and they came up with this. And of course they have no obesity, none. <laughs> and it's not because of what they eat. So let's get that clear.
0: Yeah. No. No, well, their diet has always been like that. You know, you basically, they end a meal before they're full. They never reach, I think, never, never ever, been. ever. Oh, and this is how I we should do
1: or it. Harumini, or I can never pronounce it, but whatever it is, you only eat until you're 80% full. Exactly. With that, and this is what not... this
0: app does, and this is what 80 by- bites. Uh... Yes, it makes you very aware of
1: it, right? Because if you do intuitive eating and you've already stretched your stomach, you won't feel full until you've eaten twice what you should eat, right? You can't, you can't be intuitive about something when the organ that's right here has been stretched out. When someone gets surgery, their stomach becomes the size of a toddler. In other words, a person who's 400 pounds will have a tiny, tiny stomach container.
0: So it's conscious eating, basically. You are, you are uh, promoting conscious eating. Yes. When you're, you're eating, very you are conscious, conscious of what? But also what?
1: trying to remove the guilt because the guilt is what makes people binge. They feel like, you know, I really just want to have a cheeseburger. And then they feel bad about it. I want to have fries with them and they feel bad about it. So then at another point, if I'm already bad, I might as well be worse. You know, people have got to, you know, people like blindfolded or someone fed them, we'd fix the problem pretty fast. In fact, there's a a restaurant that's opened in New York, a couple of them in the same one you can't even get a reservation and they're French and you eat in the dark.
0: Wow, so you taste, well, you taste what you, you know, I saw it with my son the other day. Uh, my, my kids, you know, sometimes they eat, I don't know, something that I never allowed them to eat and they eat it in in three seconds. I said, no, enjoy it, savor it, take one bite at a time and feel the taste. But it comes from, from teaching people to do that, you know, or re, rewiring everybody's because, you're not used to do it. And uh, we need to really get, it's a psychological thing. I mean, you have to sit there, look at the food, smell it. Smell it, taste it. Smell it, taste it, close your eyes. I mean, and and savor it.
1: You know, people say, oh, in fact, when we talked, you said to me, oh, the problem is at McDonald's. I said, no, but if someone ate McDonald's consciously, right? I mean, I'm fine with McDonald's or any fast food. On the other hand, it's, 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 uh, it's accessible, it's fast, it's convenient, but it's tasteless. And if they ate it slowly and chewed it, they'd say, you know, this doesn't taste that good.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: But they don't because people eat, and particularly if they feel they shouldn't eat, they just devour it. Instead of, you know, if you want to have some Fritos, well then eat them. The other thing that's very different with 80 bites is that the beverage that you have with what you're eating is as important as the solid so when people tell you when you look at diets they never tell you what to drink whereas we are very specific about you need to have a beverage with some calories and flavor because when people ate normally and they would sit down and they would have a sip of wine that immediately raises their blood sugar it takes the edge off the hunger now people sit there and have a glass of water which does nothing just washes the flavor out yeah it's a if this is it's amazing that what we're now people are getting interested in 80 bites but they weren't for us too long and um, they were it, not ready no, they weren't ready and they didn't have the need and they still thought they could outwit everything. But the funny thing to me is that it's really just how people normally ate before they knew. Remember, you have to tell people today, you know, I ate, I never heard of a calorie, certainly I didn't hear, gluten, vegan. I mean, you couldn't even pronounce those, no one had heard of it. So you could only know, and all we ever knew was, you know, it's food you're eating and desserts are fattening. That's what we'd say fattening, which would mean that if you had ice cream, you would think it, it was fattening. You didn't even know it was because it had a lot of calories in it.
0: Yeah. No, but I think something changed at some point. I mean, I come, I come from Europe, from Italy. My, my grandfather was a prisoner at war and he, we knew what food was and not yeah. having food was so you learn and appreciate every single bite that you have on your plate. And Absolutely. when I when I was here for many years, I, I started looking at these restaurants. I mean, the the quantities of food that they give. I mean, for one person, it, it was insane. And how much they throw away—that's another—that's another issue. But how much they give. So people were like a little bit almost
1: forced to eat so much. There the worst part I about that is that um, Americans are not even remotely embarrassed by all-you-can-eat restaurants. Here's a, re- a country that supposedly people are religious. Gluttony is a sin, and yet they happily go to all-you-can-eat restaurants, which is a contradiction, obviously. You know, but when you're talking about your grandfather, Prisoner of War, well, when you read John Grissom's book, I, I think it's called The Reckoning, um, he talks about being in a prisoner of war camp in... The Philippines and Japan and you see how really people, once you are deprived of food, your body will adapt and you can live a lot longer than you would expect with a fraction of the calories. Absolutely, absolutely. You know? And we're going to have to do it anyway because you know we're not going to have this. We have so many problems with global warming that the production of food is going to be compromised. So, people should start shrinking their stomachs now absolutely uh, you
0: you heard John you know start by downloading the app and getting to her program because this is um, this is it guys we can 't afford it like we can't afford uh, going we like to this make so, a change yeah. yes well, John we. We reached, uh, I wish we could talk, but I'm going to, hopefully you come back because this is very interesting. It's uh, it's a fascinating topic and it's a very important topic for our society. I think
1: if, if I come back, I'll talk to you more about cortisol because our product Paraset is really effective in reducing cortisol and the problem with the elevated cortisol that people have now and they didn't before is there's four times the receptors in the abdomen so when you see people and it's mostly around here that's because of cortisol cortisol yes well
0: we do one session just for cortisol alone and um what your amazing program can do you know for people who are trying to lose weight or maintain their weight and uh, just shift their way of uh, eating so Thank you very much, John. It was a pleasure having you. And um, I know I will see you. I will see you again. So everyone, thanks for being here. And uh, until next time. Ciao, everyone. There. All right. So I stopped the streaming. Yes.